0: Scoop thanks for being a part of along. it to be a part of you it is Freddie and Fitzsimmons with me Freddie Coleman on the ESPN app SiriusXM XM channel 80 and iHeartRadio anytime a guest stops by to hang out with us they hear thanks to show Pennzoil performance line it's about to get good in the NBA with the playoffs rounding out of the semifinals into the conference finals and then after July 1st the offseason it's going to get really juicy when it comes to the NBA let's talk about that and more with my man Brandon Robinson does a great job as a senior writer for Basketball Society and also from the Scoop B Podcast. A pleasure to welcome him here to ESPN Radio's Freddie M. Fitzsimmons. Brandon, I'm going to start with the Houston Rockets. If they can't beat Golden State without Kevin Durant, what is that pressure going to feel like for this organization going forward?
2: Man, that's more pressure than uh, the nervousness you get when you go into the doctor to get an exam, man.
0: <laughs> Easy, greasy, beautiful cover
2: girl. They got to knock this out the park. You mean to tell me, Freddie, that they couldn't take care of business last night with KD going out? Man, but bigger than that, I mean, this was James Harden's year. This was his, his MVP season. This was the year that they were supposed to take over. When they started off slow, yeah, what happened? The Warriors are the world champions. To beat the champs, you got to beat the champs. That's why the Warriors are up with where they are it's right
0: now. It's amazing because last night you would think when Kevin Durant leaving that ball game with the calf strain that he had, that's when the Rockets should have smelled blood because we know if that was the other way, Golden State would have not let that opportunity go by the wayside. So if you're the Houston Rockets going into game six, who has to really show up and show out? Is it James Harden? Is it Chris Paul the third? Or is it Mike D'Antoni, the head coach?
2: Well, I'll tell you what, if I'm the Houston Rockets, I'm taking notes uh, as what the Philadelphia 76ers are doing with a a little bit of 10 minutes remaining in in the fourth quarter, Philly up 91-67. Philly's taking it, and it looks like they're going to win, and they're going to go to Toronto. They're going to have a tough uh, task at hand. Houston's going to have to do the same thing, and I don't think it comes down to coaching. I think it comes down to players. This is James Harden's moment to be that guy. I take it back to James Harden during his OKC days. We knew silently it was his; it, he was the go-to guy in certain situations. Mm-hmm. This is his time to be the guy in Houston, because literally Houston was a game seven win away from going to the NBA Finals last season. What's going to be their excuse if it happens again? James James Harden has to step up. And he has to do it without Kevin Durant there. This is literally the Golden State Warriors team pre-Kevin Durant. This is the Warriors' chance to prove that they can do it without them, without Kevin Durant. But it's also the Houston Rockets' opportunity to go in and win it. You've literally did a trade-off. Last year it was Chris Paul that the Rockets were without. Mm-hmm. This year it's the Golden State Warriors without Kevin Durant. They've got to step it up.
0: My man Brandon Robinson from Basketball Society is a senior writer in the Scoop B podcast. You can follow him on Twitter at Scoop B. Joining me, Freddie Coleman on Freddie and Fitzsimmons on ESPN Radio. Thanks to Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. So we got that disappointment with the Houston Rockets involved in Game 5. We got a total, complete disappointment with Kyrie Irving and the Boston Celtics At the look like this could be the team that many people believe could get out of the East and challenge Golden State. Instead, they got waxed losing in five games to the Milwaukee Bucks. In your honest opinion what is the destination supposed to look like in your mind when it comes to Kyrie Irving and his future
2: well I, I am in contact with Kyrie and his and his and his group and what I can tell you is this um, first of all you have to take Kyrie from what he said at the beginning of the season uh, when he stated that you know he'll stay in Boston if you'll have me now because that wouldn't hold up in a small claims quarter here in New York City but this is what I'll say <laughs> um, I, I think that if I'm Kyrie Irving um, this is unfinished business, and I'll tell you why. When you look at that Boston Celtics team last season, they started out the season behind the eight ball with Gordon Hayward going out. And then you have Kyrie Irving, who was out of the playoffs uh, for, for an injury he had, and you had Jason Tatum stepping it up, somebody who you didn't expect uh, to really do what he did. You know, you, you didn't even expect Donovan Mitchell on the Utah Jazz side as a fellow as a walker to do what he did. So when you look at the Boston Celtics, if I'm Kyrie Irving, I heard you said this on the radio last night, actually, on my, on my ride home, uh, Kyrie Irving's pride, you would think that he would want to go there and, and have a, a unfinished business. And that really struck a chord with me when you said it, because Kyrie is a basketball purist, man. I think a lot of people think he just likes the attention. He just wants to be that guy. But he's actually one of the purest basketball minds that I have ever met. Um, and I think that the grass is not all no pun intended, greener on the other side. Boston is green literally because they're a collection of young guys who really only got the chance to bring it all together this season, and they didn't exceed those expectations. But I will t- I'll take that and raise you this, Freddie. I never subscribed to the series that the Celtics were going to rise to the occasion this season because, in my opinion, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks are that team this year and I felt that they should have been that team last year. And now they've gelled and they had a low profile. See, sometimes when you have these teams and there's so much attention drawn that the, the the elasticity or the authenticity of that team is tested and I think that's what's happening with Boston right now. I think that that team has a collection of young guys, veterans, and more, they haven't been able to fit it all together. And that's where you are right now with the Boston Celtics.
0: I'm a big believer that when it comes to Kyrie Irving, certain guys may want the mantle of leadership, but they don't know how to go about it. They don't know the right way to go about it. I don't know Kyrie Irving has not in him to want to be the leader of a basketball team, but you can't ask for that or demand that, wanting to be the guy, and then you shrink away from that responsibility. What does he need to do that if he stays in Boston, to be the kind of leader that he believes he can be and the kind of leader that they need going forward in Boston?
2: Well, listen, man, I, I wear I wear a brand of glasses called Zinni and I can see past the, the, the talk of just um, what he can do and what he can't do. I think at this point, it's more of a mental thing for Kyrie. I think if he signs back with this team for another year, I think that I feel that they, the Celtics have now been adversity tested. I think that, The grass, like I said, is not always green on the other side. You look at, oh, a return to the Lakers would do him justice because with LeBron and Kyrie's unfinished business. To be honest with you, when you look at the Brooklyn Nets situation, I think that that's a better fit than the New York Knicks um, because I think that that team is such a young team, has a a culture uh, that that was curated based off of just young, hungry guys, similar to Boston. But if I'm Kyrie Irving – I'm looking past all the what-ifs and what-nots. The, the bottom line with Kyrie Irving is this. His 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 uh, legacy in the NBA Finals has already been cemented, hitting a big shot against the Golden State Warriors in 2016. Um, but I also don't want Kyrie to fall into kind of a, a Rajon Rondo type of category, and by that I mean this. Rajon right Rondo here. won a championship early in his career with the Boston Celtics, with Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce and Ray Allen, and he's kind of bounced around different teams and been hurt. I don't want that narrative to be said about Kyrie Irving because I actually think he's a talented basketball player, and I think in some respects he may have developed some bad habits based upon not trusting his teammates and feeling that he can do it all on his own. And the funny thing about it is he has the personnel in Boston that he can actually fix it. He has the coach in Brad Stevens who believes in him. You move, say you go to the Nets or the Knicks, you have that pressure of a native of West Orange, New Jersey, being home and having people criticize you every day. I can tell you that during his time in Cleveland, he didn't always appreciate um, that level of um, people in his face and being the, the, the Midwest sports fans that they were passionate about their team. So Boston, you have the luxury of being in the Northeast, but you actually have a team that can compete in the Eastern Conference because the Eastern Conference is not going to get any easier. And at least he has that rapport with his teammates right now.
0: Great, great stuff by Brandon Robinson, not only the senior writer for the Basketball Society, but also part of the Scoop B podcast. He is a great follow on Twitter at Scoop B. See, I told you you had it in you when you were part of the Hofstra University Broadcast Journalism Bootcamp. I told you, you had it in you, didn't I tell you, Brandon?
2: Freddie, you did, man, and, and I appreciate you having me on. You also spoke at my alma mater, my undergrad alma mater, Eastern University. So we yes. have ties on both the Hofstra side and yep. the Eastern University side with the Mansfield, right?
0: Yeah, yeah Mansfield University, class of 87, MU for life, my friend. You know how we get down. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> Keep with the great work, school beam I'll talk to you soon, okay? Yes, sir. I'll talk to you, man. Outstanding stuff by Brandon Robinson, Basketball Society senior writer from the Scoop B podcast. He was here thanks to Straight Talk Wireless. Everything for less, only at Walmart. If you missed what he had to say about what Kyrie's destination could look like in the offseason and that the Rockets, if they can't get it done, look out for them in the offseason. Subscribe to the Freddie Fitzsimmons podcast. You can do that in the more time of the ESPN Scoop app. B Radio.
1: Have a catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row.